Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to Lip Smackin' the Podcast by Don Chanel and Kiana. Well, happy Wednesday, everyone. Thank you so much for clicking in and sticking in. You are listening to Lip Smackin' the Podcast with your co-hosts, myself, Don Chanel, and Akiana. Well, guess what, guys? Akiana is on her second, <laughs> yeah, you heard me, second vacation of the summer, and she's living her best life. She just had her 40th birthday, and she's celebrating it big time, so she's all out there in the world and visiting different islands and all this and that so i'll let her share her experience with you when she gets back because i'm dying to hear what's going on too so you know but with all that being said we're still gonna have a great show today and just gonna hit on some topics right what's going on what are, what is the hot topics of the of the day right what's been going on in the past couple of days so i'll give you that information and we're just gonna have a lot of fun kind of have a kind of condensed show because i miss my I miss my co-host, but hey, she's living her best life, all right? All right, we'll be right back. Well, it looks like a congratulations is in order. Keisha Knight Pulliam launches a venture capital fund for black women. Get ready, because legendary actress, according to The Shade Room, Keisha Knight Pulliam has a new business venture that is not only full of black girl magic, but also geared towards putting plenty of coins in your bank account. The wage gap for black women may be disheartening and have a long way to go before truly a true equality is reached. But black women are also one of the leading groups of entrepreneurship. And because of this, Keisha Knight Pulliam wants to help. As reported by at BET, Keisha has teamed up with entrepreneur Arian Simone to launch a venture capital fund specifically for black women entrepreneurs. Through the venture capital fund known as the Fearless Fund, Keisha and Simone are set to invest $15 million to support startups created and founded by women of color at the pre-seed, seed level, and for a series of funding. A few of the noteworthy supporters includes Blackish star Marseille Martin and the 22 Fund managing partner Tracy Gray and OBGYN and cast member of Married to Medicine, Dr. Jacqueline Waters. Marriott is eliminating tiny toiletries like shampoo bottles by 2020 to reduce waste. It could be lights out for the tiny toiletries. Marriott International, the world's largest hotel chain, said Wednesday it will eliminate small plastic bottles of shampoo, conditioner, and bath gel from its hotel rooms worldwide by December 2020. They'll be replaced with large bottles or wall-mounted dispensers, depending on the hotel. Basically, like them cheap hotels. Mm-hmm. Versus a nice hotel, <laughs> depending on why we all can't get the same dispenser. Anyway, <laughs> the move follows a similar announcement last month by IHG, which owns Holiday Inn, Kempton, and other brands. IHG said it will eliminate about 200 million tiny bottles each year by 2021. Last year, Walt Disney Company said it would replace small plastic bottles like shampoo bottles at its resorts and on its cruise ships. 
Marriott has more than 7,000 hotels in 131 countries under 30 brands, ranging from Spring Hill Suites and Residence Inn to Sheridan and Ritz-Carlton. It says it will be eliminating about 500 million small bottles each year or 1.7 million pounds of plastic. Johnson & Johnson ordered to pay $572 million in landmark opioid trial. Johnson & Johnson, which contracted with poppy growers in the Tasmania, supplied 60% of the opiate ingredients that drug companies use for opioids like oxycodone. The state argued and aggressively marketed opioids to doctors and patients as safe and effective. A judge in Oklahoma on Monday ruled that Johnson & Johnson had intentionally played down the dangers and oversold the benefits of opioids and ordered it to pay the state $572 million in the first trial of drug manufacturer for the destruction route of prescription painkillers. The amount fell far short of the $17 billion judgment that Oklahoma had sought to pay for addiction treatment, drug courts, and other services it said it would need over the next 20 years to repair the damage done by the opioid epidemic. Oklahoma pursued the first case against a drug manufacturer for the national public health disaster, and the ruling may point to what lies ahead in 2,000 more lawsuits. Well, we just celebrated the VH1 Music Awards and Missy Elliott was actually um, there and she performed all of her greatest hits and she also had a surprise guest, Miss Little Allison Stoner. Do you guys remember in the Work It video, the little girl who was getting her groove on, well, she actually came back and was getting her groove on even more so, but as a grown woman. But TMZ caught up with her and learned something a little bit interesting. Now, Miss Elliott knows how to put her thing down, flip it, and reverse it, right? But Allison Stoner says she didn't even know the sexual significance behind the, the song Work It until long after she started, well, actually long after she was actually on the, uh, the music video. Girl Power, Historic Women, Rosa Parks, and Sally Ride get their very own Barbie. Yep, you heard me. A pair of powerful women in history are now part of the Barbie universe. A Barbie series called Inspiring Women, which pays tribute to courageous women who've paved the way for generations of girls to dream bigger than ever before, is now honoring Rosa Parks and Sally Ride with their very own dolls. Toy manufacturer Mattel Hell released the dolls Monday on Women's Equality Day. Rosa Parks has been hailed the mother of the modern civil rights movement for refusing to give up her seat to a white person on a bus in 1955. And in 1983, Sally Ride became the first American woman and youngest American to fly in space. Parks and Ride joined the collection alongside Frida Kahlo and Katherine Johnson. Eight people charged with running two of the largest illegal streaming sites in the world. Illegal television and movie streaming services Jetflix and iStream It All once boasted of offering over 180,000 
and 115,000 pirated television episodes, respectively, on their services, making them two of the largest illegal streaming sites in the world. Now, the eight men behind these unauthorized domains have been charged with violating federal criminal copyright law, which has resulted in the loss of millions of dollars by television program and motion picture copyright owners, according to a statement released by the Department of Justice. Jetflix, an online subscription-based service that permitted users to stream and download television shows, allegedly reproduced tens of thousands of copyrighted programs and distributed them via their service to their paid subscribers across the United States. And that's where the problem is. They were getting paid. But at one point, one of the eight men who ran Jetflix, Daryl Julius Polo, left to start his own competing site called iStreamItAll. Just like Jetflix, ISIA provided content for a regular subscription fee, which included over 100 thousand television episodes and more than 10,000 movies. The site even boldly proclaimed that it had more content available than Netflix, Hulu, Vudu, and Amazon Prime. Jetflix obtained their content from sites like the Pirate Bay, RARBG, and Torrents, some of the world's largest torrent and Usenet sites that traffic in content infringement, according to the DOJ. The eight men allegedly used sophisticated computer code to scour global pirate sites for new illegal content to download, process, store the shows, and then make those episodes available on servers on the United States and Canada to Netflix subscribers for streaming and downloading. So they got in big trouble, guys. So I guess it's true. I mean... They don't put that warning up there for anything. Uh, So I guess they should have paid attention to it before. They must have made hand over fist money. It was a brilliant scheme, but they definitely got caught because how would you not? Like at some point, this is definitely traceable. So anyway, they're not messing with the little guys, I hope. Okay, guys, the moment we were all waiting for just passed over the weekend. If you have the app, you were able to see it super earlier than anyone else. And if you didn't have the app, then you had to wait till nine o'clock. But whatever the case may be, I would say that the um, premiere of the new season of Power, it didn't necessarily disappoint, but it didn't do or do anything special that we didn't think was going to happen in the first, uh, you know, in the first episode of the season. So spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it already, then guess what? You're not a true Power fan, okay? So if you happen to, if this spoils your fun, then oh well, sorry for you. You have plenty of time to catch up. (laughs) So, Basically, the unrealistic parts of the the first episode of the season was, you know, the fact that, you know, Tommy did, in fact, kill Little Miss Angela. OK, he did kill Angela. But the the unrealistic part of it was him going and even telling Tasha what he did. OK, and then, you know, even going to Ghost's son 
Tariq and <laughs> Tariq is how we all still say his name because he makes us so annoyed but even going to him and saying what he planned on doing to his father and Tariq being so nonchalant about it or okay with it like Tariq you're not even a gangster like you're not that cold-hearted killer type dude so you should have some remorse for your father and his safety so that part was really um un very unrealistic but other than that and then the other unrealistic part was you know we already saw we all know through all the seasons when ghost is ready to kill someone he puts on his killing outfit which is usually an all black outfit of with a hoodie and i think a beanie is involved or whatever and some black gloves you know the whole kid and caboodle all right the whole killer outfit so he dons on his killer outfit which we know what's about to happen i don't know where this guy gets a semi-automatic weapon from is that what you call these or whatever the case but it was like one of those for real guns i don't know where he got it from but he used that to shoot up tommy's car okay well guess what tommy wasn't even in the car all right and ghost doesn't even know that he didn't kill tommy he thinks he killed tommy but he doesn't know. So that means that Ghost is a sitting duck and Tommy has the upper hand. So we don't really know what's going to happen in the second episode of the season. But actually, you know, for us, the second episode in the season is going to be like the first episode. Because not not like last week's episode, but what I'm saying is what we've really been waiting for, for things to really unfold. Okay. And one last thing to all you guys out there who was thinking that, um, it was a chance that Angela would still be alive. You guys are the ones that think that the earth is flat and I'm not even going to have an argument with you because the woman got shot point point blank in the chest. So, okay, relax, all right? But who I do think is still alive is the, uh, the lawyer. I think that the lawyer that Tasha was involved with, I think he's still alive. He's going to be the missing piece to this puzzle. As we know, once upon a time, Ghost thought he killed Kanan and he didn't finish that job. So who's to say that he actually did finish the job of killing um, the lawyer dude? All right. All right. We'll catch up on power, guys, because in just a few more days, we'll be ready for the second episode. Get the app. You'll be so glad that you did. Why sit around in agony all weekend long waiting for the big moment when you can get the app <laughs> all right guys i'll be right back hey guys this is don chanel thank you so much for listening to lip a smack in the podcast we really do appreciate each and every ear that you lend us so thank you thank you thank you also just want to remind you that you need to be checking out flatlinecomedyshow.com again flatlinedcomedyshow.com and check out the online comedy show produced by your girl Don Chanel and if you know me from YouTube it's Hilarious Housewife that's right so the Hilarious Housewife presents Flatline Comedy Show alright so make sure you check it out great pictures great videos you can check out our last show find out how you can have your own comedy show party at some kind of event it's all good so go ahead and check out flatlinedcomedyshow.com I close my eyes then write the beat